0: What's going on, people? Welcome to the Progressive Action TV show. Now, we're going to jump straight into it. we go going to get into this video um, by the international president, John Samuelson. We're going to get into two videos of his. We're going to show y'all the difference of how he functions. We're going to break down his lies. We're going to discuss this because he still have a hold on TWU Local 100, which is destroyed um, almost to the point of this destruction. But whoever take over this union in the future, we have a lot of work to do. But we're going to jump into this video and we want you guys to view it and let us know what you think. Check it out.
1: The fact of the matter is that you have a business plan and you describe that business plan to me. And that business plan um, is, is, is now you're trying to implement that business plan off of a 2003 concessionary deal in the aftermath of the 9-11 attacks. You were given broad um, management prerogatives that you never had before by a bankruptcy judge, even though at the time you had billions of dollars in the bank. You just yourself said that you made $300, million, $300 billion less. Three, three, $3 billion. OK, so 3000000000 billion. You've done this with all of the concessions that you grinded out of us through bankruptcy and through that concessionary deal. And even with that, you're still making $300 billion. So what is the desire on your part to increase that profitability? You intend to execute work rules, scope changes that would allow you to increase dramatically off the $3 billion that you're making off the backs of your unionized workers. And that's never gonna happen. I stand here to tell you in front of this whole room, in front of everybody, anybody who's listening, that you're not gonna get what you want and if this erupts into the bloodiest ugliest battle that the united states labor movement ever saw that's what's going to happen you're already profitable enough you compare your profit level to united you compare it to delta Com- start thinking about your own workforce don't think about where you're at in terms of profitability and relative to other airlines in the industry three billion bucks and you're looking for more concessions and these concessions are off our backs that's simply not happening and you said a very interesting point before about mediation, negotiation, and perhaps we'll get to a point where there's self-help. And I'll I'll leave you with this, I don't intend to keep the microphone. If we ever get to a point where there's self-help, we are gonna engage in absolutely vicious strike action against American Airlines, to the likes of which you've never seen, not organized by airline people, but organized by a guy that came out of the New York City subway system that's well inclined to strike power, and who understands that the only way to challenge power is to aggressively take it to them. So I hope that we get to the point of release. I doubt that'll ever happen, but if we do, we're gonna shut this place down because we're gonna defend our members, we're gonna defend future generations of workers that wanna be employed, just in the way Victor suggested, our children, our grandchildren. Not all of us go to college, not all of us become CEOs in the airline industry or CFOs or CSOs, whatever you are. Um, We we are gonna preserve these jobs. And in order for you to accomplish your business plan, you're gonna to have to run over our scope protections and we're not gonna let it happen. So I think the quicker that you realize that and the quicker you get back to the bargaining table and have a serious conversation within the confines of the knowledge that I'm never gonna sign a crappy agreement that actually sells everybody down the river, it's never gonna happen. So I think that you need to take what everybody's here is saying very seriously and, I, and every union person in this room is with me. You're, you're making massive profits and we're reeling. We're reeling. We're still suffering under a 2003 agreement and a bankruptcy agreement in 2012. You don't, simply put, I actually don't believe that we're miles apart. I believe we're a couple of inches apart and miles deep because of your entrenched belief that your business plan will eventually take effect if you can wear the union down. And you're not, it's not gonna happen. We've yeah. been in fights with powerful people before. P- perhaps more powerful than you. Uh, you don't really look that powerful. You come off kind of like yeah. a, a nice guy, but your business yeah. plan betrays that nice guyness. Okay. You're, you're looking to inflict major harm on our work groups, and we're not going to let it happen. I will say one thing. The fact that you actually have the chutzpah, a New York word, a chutzpah yeah. to stand up here, is impressive. Because yeah. I don't see a whole lot of other people doing that. And I wanted to take this opportunity to tell you to your face that you're not getting what you want. You can have all the articulate, Ivy League written business plans that you want, but they don't amount to a hill of beans. You're not getting what you want from us, and the quicker you come to that realization and send your folks to the bargaining table, to bargain in good faith that protects the scope language that we have, then you'll get a contract. But you're not gonna get a contract, and all you're gonna get is a bloodying of your brand if you continue going the way you're going. The concern that all of us here have and I, I speak for everybody in the room, I know this, that we want American Airlines, American Airlines, above all, to succeed now and into the future. We have 90 some odd years of history, and I want another 90 years of history. I want the, the men and women
0: and people of, of American Airlines Now we don't to need able- to get into too much of what the boss is talking about. We're going to get into, now y'all seen that video just now. We're going to get into another video that was just posted by Samuelson and crew. And this is a stark contrast. I want you guys to check it out, check it out.
1: I am making this video pursuant to the order of the United States District Court for the Northern District of Texas to stress the importance of fully complying with the TRO. The court issued a temporary restraining order on June 14th and a modification of that order on July 10th. Copies of those orders are on the association and TWU websites and are posted on bulletin boards. It is imperative that we all, each and every one of us, completely comply with all the terms of this federal court order as modified. As you know, I'm the president, international president of the Transport Workers Union. As a union official of the TWU, and also on behalf of the association, I am here to emphatically tell all of you to comply with the TRO and that we respect the requirements of the TRO. The TWU, the IAM, and the Association do not support, we do not encourage any form of job action against American Airlines. The unions and their members must comply with these orders. These orders require that no one engage in, encourage, participate in any form of interference with the operations of American Airlines. The orders require that union members must not refuse to accept overtime or field trips as they would in the normal course, fail to complete maintenance repairs as they would in the normal course, slow down in the performance of their job duties, or take action intended to cause aircraft to be out of service or to otherwise cause flight delays or cancellations. Any action by mechanic and related workers that is designated to or intended to harm or slow down American Airlines operations, a violation of the court's order. To comply with the order, you must resume normal working schedules and practices. To comply with the order, you must not engage in any concerted refusal to perform normal operations. It is imperative that every single mechanic and related worker fully and immediately comply with those orders. The goal of compliance is and must be to restore mechanic's working behavior and operation to normal. Pursuant to the court's order, violations of the TRO are subject to discipline and or fines. I urge you all to do what you can to comply with the court's order and to resume normal work schedules and practices. The fact of the matter is that we must comply with the temporary restraining order and the modified restraining order. We seek victory in the end to win a good contract against American And there's no way we achieve victory in the end without compliance with the temporary restraining order and modified order. So I sincerely urge you to comply with the order. Complying with the order will lead us down the pathway toward victory in the end against American to win a good contract. And of course, when I say this, I say, I intend to do this all within compliance with the Railway Labor Act. Definitely, there's no doubt We need to comply with the temporary restraining order. Thank you. I am making this video pursuant to the order. Get the fuck out of here!
0: Did y'all hear that BS? (laughs) Transit transit workers, people who ride the MTA, did y'all hear that BS? To all the people who work for American Airlines, for all the TWU um, unions out there, did y'all hear that BS, man? Samuelson Samuelson is crazy we're gonna break this down because for those who don't know you know Samuelson especially those in New York City he has failed to make a rapport between the workers and um the riders of the public he has failed the the workers all together he does he done failed failed newcomers he done failed old timers he basically destroyed this union man and it, and it's, it's very sad um and we're going to break down some points. You know, he said, if this erupts to the bloodiest, ugliest battle that the United States labor movement ever saw, that's what's going to happen. Get the fuck out of here! Samuelson is full of shit, man. Full of it. Any, anybody, anybody who knows Samuelson for real, they know that he, come on, man. He's scared of Governor Cuomo. He has done nothing for um new york city transit workers absolutely nothing to be talking this type of talk he also said we are going to engage in absolutely vicious strikes against Um, Strike actions against American airlines to the likes of which you've never seen. Not organized by airline people, but organized by a guy that came out of New York City subway system that's well inclined to strike power and who understands the only way to challenge power is to aggressively take it to them.
2: Get the fuck out of here!
0: Pearl lies. Pearl He knows nothing. I need the people in in, in AA, American Airlines, to, to pay attention. He knows absolutely nothing about organizing and mobilizing. He was president here for eight years, and then he did, I think, two years in the international. Now he's the international president. He has done absolutely no organizing and mobilizing. There's 40,000 members in our union. He maybe bring out 2,000. Nobody don't follow this guy. He's huffing and he's puffing. You've seen the first two videos. The first video, he got his chest poked out. The second video, they deflated all the air out of him, and that's who he really is. He also said, we're going to shut this place down because we are going to defend our members. We are going to defend future generations of workers that want to be employed.
2: Get the fuck out of here!
0: That's another lie. That's absolutely another lie. Sam said. For New York City Transit workers, he has sold out the unborn. He laid down when Governor Cuomo gave us tier six. Not one tier six rally, not one rebuttal. In fact, Samuelson said tier six is worth his weight in gold. So what do he care about the future members of any union, specifically American Airlines? He don't give a damn about that. Nothing at all. It's sad. Like and 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 no people sitting there clapping and. And, and all this other stuff Samuelson is full of hot air, man He also said I want to take this opportunity to tell you to your face That you're not getting what you want You can have all the articulate Ivy League written business plans that you want But they don't amount to a hell of beans
2: Get the fuck
0: out of here We probably gonna go for a record tonight on that button We probably gonna go for a record tonight on that button. Samuelson is full of hot air. This is my show, matter of fact. Samuelson is full of shit. He he he's scared to fight the bosses. He only going to places where people don't really know who he is. So he's trying to start a new reputation. Now, some of the video, I agree with what he's saying. But he's not the guy to lead that charge. He has never led a charge in New York City Transit. He has never led a charge in his life. Never. Google him and see. To so all the brothers and sisters in American Airlines and throughout the country, Samuelson is full of shit. <laughs> now that I got you attention, y'all see this hat I got on my head? You could get it at perfidel.com. Um, if you're interested in any of the um, progressive action merchandise, you could get it at perfidel.com. Moving along, I like I like how I transitioned into that. Um, as y'all know, five days ago was a major blackout in New York City. Um, traffic signals, trains was 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 done. People, um, homes was done. Um, this this is a From the Daily News. It says, MTA crews rescued thousands of stuck subway riders during Manhattan blackout. Shout out to the transit workers in New York City. Shout out to us, man. Beautiful. You guys did a great job. I wasn't working. You guys did a great job. Excellent job. Safe. Kept the passengers safe. Kept yourself safe. Round of applause for you guys one more time. We we underappreciate it. We underappreciate it. We not appreciate it enough. People don't know how much of a function we provide um, for this to the city. You know, shout out to shout out to my coworkers. Um, now we go get into this for everybody who's watching. You know, everybody think you know the MTA is a, is a great job. MTA sent for um backwards is ATM. That's BS. You know, we underpaid in the city. Um, the women don't get no respect on this job. The union is. The union leadership that's in there now is currently soft. Uh, the bosses, they they focus on discipline first. And one major thing that they do, one of the major things, they deny us lunch breaks. A lot of operational crews, and when I say operational crews, I mean mainly subway workers because bus operators, they get lunches. But subway um, conductors, train operators, we don't get lunch breaks, and that goes for Pregnant women, that goes for diabetics, that goes for um, someone with high blood pressure, whoever. We don't get lunch breaks. So um, a couple of, really last year, we wrote the Department of Labor. We put in an official complaint. And for some reason, the complaint got lost in the shuffle. And uh, my partner, Ben Valdez, shout out to Ben Valdez, man. He's a lawyer and a making. He's great. So... Uh, we put in Ben wrote another letter to the commission of the department of labor and they wrote back to us and they said you want to know what maybe I could play it on the show let me see something give me a second because we didn't get the paperwork from the department of labor yet but I could I could play I think I could play the um the audio of what they left up oh, let me see do we got it in uh let me see oh, that's something else but I'm going to play for you guys the audio. Let me see if I can find it real quick. But the background is that we don't get we don't get lunch breaks. And um it's unsafe. It's a plantation style thing. And the, the, the MTA, they only focus on the service. They don't care if you eat. They don't care what the situation is. You'll starve if it's up to them. I gotta try to find that audio because it's very important. I want you guys to hear it oh uh, Ben if you listen and see can you resend me the audio from the Department of Labor I'm trying to find it uh but basically um we w- once we up here go I want you guys to listen live this is an exclusive exclusive check it out
2: Good afternoon. This call is for Benjamin Valdez. My name is Vincent Hammond from New York State Department of Labor. I'm returning your call. Uh, You had had sent us a letter uh, stating that you are not receiving a meal period. A letter uh, will be sent to your employer either today or Monday at the latest advising them that you and the other employees must receive a 30-minute meal period. Uh, If you have any additional questions, you can get...
0: Y'all hear that? We we finally made a move in the right direction against the TA. You heard what the guy from the Department of Labor said. Now what's going to happen is this: we won the first we won the first step, we won the first battle because anybody who deal with um, the Department of Labor Standards, which handles the lunch part, um, not every complaint get this far. You know, sometimes they shut you out from the door. So right now, the Department of Labor Standards. They have to uh, do an investigation and um, they go give the MTA, I think, I believe 30 days to respond. Now what the MTA is going to say is give them a schedule and say, look, they get lunch breaks. We don't know what these guys is talking about. We don't know, um, you know, they making up things or whatever the case is. Now our schedules is just the template of our day. It's supposed to tell you how your day supposed to go. A lot of the times in the subways, It don't work like that so you would go all day without a lunch and the MTA think that just because they pay you 30 minutes for missing your scheduled lunch that you must forego a lunch for the rest of the day which is untrue A matter of fact if you look on the screen I got the um the thing I got the actual law from um meal and rest periods um frequently asked questions regarding this exact situation. So we are non-factory workers, and it says non-factory workers are entitled to a 30-minute lunch break between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. for shifts six hours or longer that extend over that period in a 45-minute meal break at the time midway between the beginning and end of the shift for all shifts of more than six hours starting at 1 p.m. and 6 a.m. This is very 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 important the mta don't give us lunch breaks um progressive action we did the research we've been working on this for since 2016 the mta has been ignoring our grievance and then when we when it went to arbitration they didn't give us the information that we needed and then when we did further research we found out that um lunch breaks is is a non-negotiable item in contract bargaining so all the The bus reps is great that they got you guys lunch breaks through um, contracts, but it's not great because they didn't do no research. And that goes for um, the vice presidents of buses, the division chairs of buses that goes for the union lawyers that goes for the union president. They did not um, do their research, their due diligence. Everyone knows whenever you do um, you negotiate a contract, everything costs something. And you must give you must get to give, give to get some time. That's how it worked. What did the union give up in buses to make um you guys have a 30 minute lunch break when it's protected by law? I think you guys need to question your um reps about that. You know, I'm glad you guys got lunch, but we must be smarter, we must move more diligent, we must get the right lawyers to handle these situations. Ben Valdez is the right lawyer, by the way. so moving on now the, the lunch thing that was my baby like that's something that I really really wanted and I was really excited about it and I'm happy that we got it because what made me put in that grievance in the first place was that a pregnant female came to me at work and said "Tramel, you see I'm pregnant she's about eight months pregnant she's a conductor she said I need to eat and the and the dispatchers trying to send me back out and I said he knows you are pregnant right yeah he know that you didn't eat, right? Yeah, but he don't care. He just want to move the railroad. Once, um, you know, I experienced that with her, I said something has to be done about it. And now we're at this point, and I can't wait to move forward with it. And, and just to make this clear, um, the way the law is set up, we won't lose this. At the least, the least that we will get is a 20-minute uninterrupted lunch break. But we're going for the 30 and we're going for the thirty-minute and the forty-five-minute because the forty-five minutes um, becomes active after eleven a.m. So, is it eleven a.m. or one a, one p.m. One of the two, but um, it's a win-win situation for us, as far as I'm concerned. Now, another another one of um, another thing people don't know about the MTA. They will restrict you, no work available, send you home because your blood pressure is high, because you're on blood thinning medication, um, what else would be, I said blood pressure, because you're diabetic, uh, sleep apnea, you know, they will send you home with no work, you'll be home, not getting paid because of all this um, medical testing that they do. Now, I'm going to read this with Ben Posted. we doing an initiative. This is actually Ben. Um, this is his baby. It's called Shut Down the Mac. And, I, and I'm fully 100% behind it. A lot of progressive action supporters are 100% behind it. And this was Ben wrote on Facebook the other day. Um, in 2016, he wrote a letter to the NTSB, that's the National Transportation Safety Board, about the fact that a lot of our trains do not have working speedometers. The MTA's Office of System Safety responded that signal protection ensures positive train separation and enforced speed control throughout the system. So we don't need speedometers for safe operation. Fair enough. But on that same note, we don't need medical exams for safe operation either. We're still looking for more people willing to file a complaint with the EEOC. If you're restricted or put out of work um, available in the past 300 days, please reach out to us. And on the screen, um, we have what you see highlighted there is from uh, who was the acting? I forget her name. But she was the 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 I think the chair of the MTA, whatever the case is. Um, it's, it says the last major fatal red light accident occurred in 1995 when, according to the NTSB, the train operator fell asleep. The MTA says since then it has increased spacing between trains and the automatic brake triggers if a train overruns a red signal. Um, oh, it was um, Veronique Hakim, Ronnie Hakim, it was her. Um, the she was the TA chief. So the system is safe. What does having high blood pressure? what does having diabetics? I mean diabetes? What does being on blood thinner medication have to do with the operation of your job? You could still perform your job duties. If anything was to happen in New York City transit where a train operator was to become incapacitated, the train would stop. It would go into emergency. If the train operator was to lean on a control arm, the train will hit the signal if it's a red signal ahead of him, and the train will not go any further than that. the 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 operation is completely safe. For conductors, if a conductor becoming capacitated, the worst thing that could happen is either the doors is not going to open or the doors is not going to close. That's the worst thing that could happen, and the train operator will figure that out at the next station. Something is wrong, and we will get the 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 conductor help, and it's vice versa. Um. There's no reason for the MTA to be harsh on us during medical exams. In fact, they don't even have to take any medical medical exams on us. And this is just another tactic to treat us like prisoners. Plantation justice. MTA. You know, it's 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 a sad case, man. We're talking about harsh discipline, their medical standards is extreme. Uh you got, you got bosses who, and I'm talking about the, the, the governor and other MTA bosses who treat us like slaves. Man, this MTA job is nothing that I thought it would be. But I'm here for the fight. I'm here to make it better, just in case if my son want to be on the trains like his father, man. Now, this is another thing that's going on. As y'all heard in the news lately, it says the MTA says it will cut up to twenty seven hundred jobs as part of reorganization. Hmm, twenty seven hundred jobs. Now a lot of I see a lot of people saying, "Well, you know, they not only talking about New York City Transit; they are talking about Long Island Railroad, Metro North, Bridge and Tunnel headquarters, and all that other stuff." The truth, the truth of the matter is that there's seventy some thousand about 75,000 employees in the MTA altogether out of the 75,000 employees 50 something thousand is New York City transit workers so when you when you think about these cuts I think the ratio would be like for every one person that's cut in the other places in New York City transit there would be like 10 cuts to make that 2700 um and all of this started because of, you know, I, I believe the governor, you know, cried wolf and created this big thing over four people with crazy salaries and Long Island Railroad had nothing to do um with uh with New York City transit. But this is a way to attack New York City transit. And um it's gonna be harsh, man, and and this I think Alex Partners, whatever the name this consultant firm is, that's coming up with these cuts and this reorganization, they said they wanted to take two years for the 2700. Cuomo actually said that he wants this done in six months.
2: Get the fuck out of here!
0: And six months from now is the holidays, it's Christmas. I mean, this man, this man has no heart, no type of heart, man. And it's sad that our governor, I mean, our union leadership, Samuelson and Utano fully support this guy. You know, this guy's a tyrant. He's a czar. He's a bully. Um, he's doing exactly what any oppressor would do. He's doing exactly what any oppressor would do. Now, um, I'm going to read this, too. In, an, in another Daily News article related to this, shout out to my boy um, Clayton. You know, he do the great, um, good Daily News articles and all that. Um, it says the governor note, governor's note, also called out transit workers, urging MTA chairman Pat Foy to be tough in negotiations with Transport Workers Union Local 100. The union's 41,000 MTA members have been without a contract since May 15th. Now, if you do any type of research on Local 100, especially the past ten years, and see the type of support that this union has given. Cuomo they gave him over $300,000 in coat money they helped him on his campaign trail last December um they released people to help with his campaign trail if you look at any picture if you if you google Samuelson and Cuomo if you google Utano and Cuomo you will see like a brotherhood amongst them nothing but smiley faces um Samuelson going to his get to, to Cuomo's galas spending $25,000 per person you know, it don't look like they are any type of foes, you know, because Cuomo did a lot of stuff to hurt this union. You know, he gave us tier six and tier six is a state thing. But I'm talking about my union. He did a lot of things to hurt local 100 tier six. He gave us poor contracts. Medical went up. Um, The work rules. Um, No, no light duty work for pregnant women. They want pregnant women to work. Up until they give birth on these trains, buses, um, cleaning or, or uh, in these stations or whatever the case may have you. And if you go on these stations and you see these nice pretty screens up, he got advertisement talking about pregnant women. If you're pregnant in the workplace, you got rights and all this other stuff.
2: Get the fuck out of here!
0: Cuomo is full, 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 full of it, man. He He's the biggest tyrant in New York City transit. And I'm going to say this again. Um, Cuomo has sent... This new IG woman, um, Paconi, Paconi, excuse me if I got your name m- mispronounced your name, but she is a drug lord bounty hunter. She dealt with El Chapo. She dealt with some some other Mexican cartel. She's a federal prosecutor. Cuomo hired her to watch us in New York City transit. Is that is this how he look at transit workers as being criminals, drug lords? thieves like this is how he look at us but who is up in Albany um investigating Cuomo that's what she really need to do she really need to go upstate investigate Cuomo and find out what he doing with all that lockbox money <laughs> who's investigating Cuomo on that now um during these, during these uh, cuts as you see on the screen, this is some of the stuff that they said they want to do. Reduce subway car cleaning such as mopping and trash removal at the second terminal on subway lines and reduce night staffing at select locations at the first terminal. Eliminate 91 posi- positions for savings of $8.4 million annually. So that means that this means two things. In the public, you guys need to pay attention to this. Two things. I'm going to break it down. That means that. Cleaners will be either laid off or not replaced or attrition. Once someone retires, their position is not going to be refilled. And trains are not going to be cleaned for you, for the passengers. In fact, there's not enough cleaners now to properly clean the trains. So now they're talking about eliminating 91 positions. I work in these trains, on these trains. I see exactly what happened. I see the culture down here. If someone throws up in a train car, if a passenger throws up in a train car, that train goes to the terminal, it's rushed clean, it should be taken to the yard. That train is rushed clean and then sent back out. And I and I see this and, you know, you see customers almost sitting in and not dry, throw up, probably thinking that it's water or whatever. And. The MTA allows this. They know that this happens. Anytime someone throws up on a train, it should go to the yard to be properly cleaned. But the MTA, they don't care. They want to take away cleaners now and have you guys riding in dirty, unsafe, filthy, unsanitary train cars. You guys should be livid about that, especially on the D line. Picture this the D train leaves Coney Island. And it goes up to the Bronx. By the time it get up to the Bronx, it'd be all types of trash in there. Urine, sometimes vomit. We don't see it because we don't walk through the trains once it get to um, the other end or whatever the case is. We just leave the train and we go to our positions, especially if nobody tell us anything. But even if someone does tell us something, there's not a clean ad at 250 to to take care of it after a certain time of night. So which means that let's just say if it's urine coming up, of course the urine is going to dry. You know, people pee on the pee on the seats. They pee on the poles. They pee on the 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 floors. I want. I don't want to step in nobody' urine. I don't want to do that. I don't care what kind of boots I got on. I don't want to step in no urine. But you have customers that would sit there and they would step in the urine, not knowing, thinking it's probably water, thinking it's probably juice or whatever the case is, and it, it, it's poor taste on on behalf of the MTA. Like I said, um, to all the people that's watching that's not MTA employees. <clears throat> that's the rod in public i advise you guys to um tweet the mta tweet them this video tell them that tramell thompson hold on let me get this right for y'all tell them that tramell thompson um said that these trains is unsafe they unsanitary they going up and down the road filthy and everything in fact if anybody from the public would like to discuss these issues from the worker's point of view, because our family take the train also. You know, I, I personally don't let my son take the train because I know how filthy it is, I know the culture of down here, so I don't want him on the train to get sick. But if anyone, any, any of the public, want to discuss these issues and we have an open forum I could put together a meeting in place with my team and the public, and we have an open forum, a real town hall meeting, not the MTA town hall meeting where they scan questions and things like that. We would a- answer open and honestly. You can reach me at ProgressiveAction100 at gmail.com. That's ProgressiveAction100 at gmail.com. We could discuss all these issues. We would travel from community to community, borough to borough if we have to, to let you guys understand the real culture of um New York City transit. Now, another thing that the um, MTA want to do is close eight full time and four part time auxiliary subway booths and reduce coverage at seven auxiliary booths while maintaining at least one full time booth in each station and or station complex. Eliminate 75 positions for savings of seven point one million annually. This is another attrition move this is another anti labor move this is this is sad a lot of people don't know station agents serve more than just taking your money and giving you a metro card or giving you directions they are the extra eyes and ears for your safety they serve a purpose someone see a station agent there they it may it may deter a criminal from a crime it may it may deter a criminal from a crime so um them laying off, the MTA laying off or getting rid of seven eliminating seventy-five positions, that's that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. You know, and um like I said, sometime that station agent will make that criminal think twice. If there's no station agent there, if you need help, who's gonna call help for you? Nobody's gonna be there to call help for you. Right. So the station agents, they serve a specific function, safety function also that can't that that won't be replicated by closing auxiliary booths or getting rid of 70 plus employees. The MTA need to get the fuck out of here and stop their BS. Another thing the MTA want to do is extend shop maintenance cycles for certain buses by implementing a midlife bus overhaul. Eliminate 27 positions for savings of 5.9 million annually. Now, what does that mean? Hmm. Picture if you need a mechanic, right? And your mechanic, there's not enough mechanics in town, or the mechanics is backed up, and they won't be able to get to your car. It affects your transportation, right? It's the same thing with these buses. The um, the maintenance, the maintainers of these buses do an excellent job job maintaining these maintaining the equipment if they are eliminating positions to maintain the equipment that means the main the, the equipment is not going to be maintained properly and on time so what's that means that mean buses going to be sitting up longer or they go going to be going out unsafe who wants to ride on an unsafe bus you want your mother on that unsafe bus you want your child on that unsafe bus going to and from school if anything the mta need to add more maintainers they need to add more cleaners they need to add more station agents and not cut anything i'm gonna explain to y'all where they need to cut the money now um another thing this is the fourth bulletin that they bulletin point it says reduce manual subway track inspections from twice to, to once per week on approximately one-third of the subway system as part of a pilot program to increase video track inspections eliminate 53 positions for savings of $5.7 million. Get
2: the fuck out of here!
0: I don't think the public know. But each set of trains. Full length train hold. They say about 2,000 people. If you don't have human eyes. There. To, to physically view these tracks. It proposes has it. And probably not in the beginning. You know probably not in the first year or two. You know it it won't you probably won't see it, but two years from now, I guarantee you if the if the m t a get away with this, you're gonna have more derailments you're gonna have more broken rails, and we already see the derailments and the broken rails now, and they already got these 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 men and women expecting the tracks we need more humans inspecting these tracks. we don't need less like all all of this. That the MTA is doing. It seems like they don't care about safety. They don't care about worker safety. They don't care about employee safety. And it's sad. Now, I notice in all of this right here, um, these reports or whatever may have you, that uh, there's no real. I know they're going to do it. Management is going to get the business. But that's where they need to cut the money at. In New York City Transit, you got managers, manager managers. Managing managers. Boss on top of boss on top of boss. And it seems like in New York City Transit, buses, uh, subways, stations, whatever. These superintendents, these managers, their main function is the discipline. They rarely come out to speak with the employees. I guarantee you that they don't know employees by, by their name. They probably don't know their job. They don't know anything about their employees. So how can you successfully... Manage a group of people when you don't know who they are, when you only interact with them when it's discipline time. How 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 can you how can you manage successfully like that? You know these superintendents they stay holed up in their offices. Um, like I said, they they rarely interact with us. Normally, I would tell you this. If any MTA worker is told that the superintendent want to see them, they go think that they're getting disciplined and and they are hundred percent right. A superintendent ain't coming out to say, Hey, how are you doing today? Is everything good? How's your job? You need anything? They don't come out and say that maybe I, I would say I, I'm lying. The majority don't you have, you have good, you have great superintendents out there. um, And you have bad ones and, and, and you know, the the culture of it is the same though. The only time really a, a superintendent interact with you is when you getting in trouble. And if the superintendents do get laid off, they did it to themselves. They didn't prove they worked while they was here. Their whole focus was discipline. You know, um like I said there's a lot of there's a lot of great superintendents. I have I have I have a good rapport with with a lot of the superintendents out there. You know, I almost got attacked by a superintendent and you know it was a part of the culture but his situation is going to get handled and, and straightened out at the very end of the day but these superintendents i believe they're going to get the biggest shape up shake up first and it's going to trickle down to us um eventually but it's 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 a sad situation all around the board all around the board because i know there's going to be good superintendents who's going to fill the pinch of this, and it's an unfortunate situation. Now, at what point do everyone come together and say, you know what? There's a there's a war going on against the working man, the working woman. When do we come together and stick together and be one for once? <laughs> you know, and and I know probably people probably saying, you know, how can you say that and you know you you um criticize your union all the time? That's because our union leaders. They are not for us, Samuelson and Utano is not for us because they coddle a man who's anti labor, which is Governor Cuomo. That man is anti labor. I don't care how you how you put it, how you sum it up. I don't care what he do. That man is anti labor now um this is another from um thing I want to highlight from the report. It says another uncertainty is whether the cost of, let me blow this up, whether the cost of the next round of collective bargaining will conform to the MTA's budget assumptions. The July plan assumes that wages will increase at 2% annually during the next round of um, collective bargaining. The actual cost will be determined through negotiation or arbitration and could be higher or lower than assumed in July's plan. The contract with the Transport Workers Union, it expired, um, May 2019. So we've been without a contract for a few months, and the MTA already forecasted that they only go give us two percent raises. Two percent raises is not enough to live in the city, and and the thing that the union do to try to sell this to us is they try to play mind games with us. They try to take advantage advantage of us because the average person say, "Hey, look, the union has got our best interest, so whatever they say." you know, it must be good because they would never sell us out. That's BS. That's BS. This union will sell you out. In fact, they have sold us out on numerous occasions. So you must question every single thing that they do. Now, like I said, what they would do, let's just say if they come back with 2% raises or whatever the case may be, the way they would sell it is say, look, this 2% is above inflation. Which may be true, but I want you guys to think about it like this. If a worker at McDonald's get a five percent raise, that five percent raise is above inflation, right? But they still can't afford to live in the city. Why? Because they not making that cost of living dollar to actually live in the city. And it's the same thing with transit workers. Yes, we make thirty something dollars an hour, but this is New York City. Thirty something dollars an hour was good and back in two thousand and eight. 2009 that was excellent back then but for, for 2019 30 something dollars an hour isn't enough and then you look at Long Island Railroad Metro North and we we almost do the same type of job you know they got their pluses they minuses we got our pluses our minuses you know we deal with things that they don't they don't deal with and vice versa with them but they making 40 something dollars an hour that's 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 enough to survive here. Transit workers are not making enough to survive here. So you will see a transit worker living in in Maryland. You will see a transit worker living in the Poconos. You will see a transit worker living in Jersey, Connecticut, um, west of New York City, which which tell me that we can't afford to live in the city in which in which we work. That's a major issue to me. You have the NYPD, Pat Lynch. These guys is making $100,000 and they're saying that they can't afford to live in the city. And we're talking about $100,000 base, base salary, right? they making that amount of money and, and, and saying they can't afford in the city. Transit workers, but my base salary is only like sixty seven dollars to $72,000, somewhere around there. I can't live in the city and take care of a family off of that amount of money. So picture picture um a single mom or a single dad That's not enough to take care of a family. And why should transit workers have to put in 25 hours, 30 hours worth of overtime just to make ends meet? And then when we do do the overtime, we be we being they thinking that we stealing. They call us thieves. We want to we want more contract. We want to we want higher wages. We being greedy. That don't make no sense. And, And who's creating these narratives? It's Cuomo. Cuomo is creating these narratives that's that's totally making us look foolish in the public eye and in everyone eye. So when when the public strike us, when they when they when they assault us, Cuomo is partly responsible for that. And I'm not I'm not mad at the at, at the public for thinking the way they thinking, because they like, look, the way they the way they taught is to say, look. Our tax money is paying for you guys' salaries. This is how they this is how they see it. So we paying for your salaries, and you over here home stealing money. And the public can't tell the difference between New York City Transit, Long Island Railroad. Only thing they see is that MTA patch. That's the only thing they see is the MTA patch. And when they only see that, they get at us. And then when you see Um, whatever's going on in the media, transit workers making X amount of money, they still in time, who they always show? They show a New York City um, transit worker who always happens to be black. Get the fuck out of here! This is a fact. Google it. Whenever they show a transit worker taking money or or allegedly taking money or still in time or doing whatever, they put out a New York City um, transit employee and a black transit employee coincidentally it's 77% minorities. No, yeah, 77% minorities in New York City transit out of the 77% 49 are black. So there's a reason why we getting our ass kicked. Really, we all get our ass kicked because of the logo. But the media set up these narratives for us to get hurt. The governor set up these narratives for us to get hurt. You know they 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 set up these scanners. They got the the she got he he got the attorney general Watching um the MTA IG watching us. She, like I said, she's a bounty hunter for drug lords. I guarantee you, there's no drug lords in local 100. I could promise you that. Let's not forget Cuomo's father. He opened up the most jails in New York State history. So the apple don't fall too far from the tree. And really, this 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 like Cuomo War I don't believe Cuomo War is 100% about color I just think that he don't like the working man which which encompasses black white Hispanic Indian whatever he don't like the working man and I don't believe Cuomo um, Utano, or Samuelson like the working man either Samuelson from 2012 to twenty from 2012 to 2016 he made over 1 million dollars on the backs of the on the backs of us, he made over one million dollars. On the backs of us, Utano he's on that same path. Where's his fight at? There's no contract rally. There's no nothing. I don't understand how how a union um don't make allies with the public. Like we should be working hand in hand because you want to know what? No matter what the MTA. Dude, no matter if they give us zero percent raises from here to kingdom come, they go continue to raise your um your fares. The fares don't have nothing to do with um our salaries. Don't let them tell you that. Do not let them tell you that the fares has absolutely nothing to do with those salaries. If the MTA really wanted to save money, come on, it took them almost two years to fix up um the inline all those stations on the inline. They 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 wasting money they are wasting money that's where that's why your fares is being raised because of all these consultants because of all these contractors ain't no telling who else stealing money that didn't get caught yet cuomo taking money from the lockbox from from new york city transit and, and giving it to upskate ski resorts these upstate ski resorts and the people who use these upstate ski resorts probably never rode New York City Transit a day in their life. Probably never rode the Long Island Railroad a day in their life. But this is what we're dealing with. This is who we working with. They got the public thinking that we are the, their enemies. Nobody is spending time to educate the public to say, hey, this is not true. Hey, this is false. Where's the union leadership? You guys made a bad decision, um, fooling around with 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 Utano and Samuelson, man. Bad decisions. He he may be a nice guy. He may be fun to hang out with, but these is not leaders, man. These is not leaders at all. You know, at some point, we all need to come together. So, to all the public out there, once again, if you willing to, if you want to have a real town hall meeting with transit employees so we could tell you how things happen on the job you could reach me at progressive action 100, 100 that's one zero zero at gmail.com we could set something up in the near future we will go to any borough any community um, to to educate the public on what's really going on because I'm going to tell you don't think that this re- reorganization is only going to affect employees it's going to affect you guys too somebody gotta pay for it they're already past congestion pricing don't think that it's gonna stop there somebody gotta pay for it and it's gonna be you guys also and 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 through our weak union leadership we're gonna pay for it also it's a sad day man well um it's crazy man we live in the crazy times like I never thought that I would work for a job where I can't afford to live in the city in which I work, you know, where I have to probably work 30, 40 hours overtime to make, you know, ends meet where, you know, we we don't have a good quality of life. The public don't know that we got to put in for a day off 20 days in advance, 20 days in advance. We got to put in for a day off, you know. When, when we on sick, we, we get sick control. Like they give us, we earn our sick time. They don't give us anything. We earn our sick time. And then when we sick, they treat us like we on parole. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, and, 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 and let me clear this up with the managers about managers coming out to the field and, and getting to know the employees. Shout out to the crew office because they making their rounds in the field. Um, shout out to Ms. Cunningham. She's a superintendent in the crew office. Shout out to um, I think Adams is his name. He came out to the field. Shout out to uh, time They was out in the field. Um, this is what we need more of. And I had a I had a talk with Ms. Cunningham about that yesterday, about you know coming out to the field and how important it is. That need to happen in in every every corner of this of this place. You know, there's no humanity here. There's, there's nothing. There's people, people like you make a mistake, they ready to crucify you and take your job away. Two Broadway MTA headquarters, I call it plantation justice, rightfully so, rightfully so. They don't believe, the MTA don't believe you can make a mistake. Even if no one get hurt, they don't believe that you should be able to keep your job after making a mistake where no one got hurt. They got a safety unit out there, like they undercover, they the knocks. Of of New York City Transit setting up traps, um, and 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 making sure that workers is following the rules, which I have nothing no 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 gripes about that. But what about the CCTV's not working? What about um the the air quality of some of these stations? Do the safety unit care about that? No, because the MTA only care about discipline. That's the only thing they care about. And, and you guys need that. Let me put my Twitter. Let me put the Twitter back on the, on the page. You guys need to get on the Twitter. The Twitter is very important. If you have Twitter, please, I'm asking you nicely, please follow Progressive Act. Retweet our stuff. Follow us. Um, we're going to be releasing a lot of information um, for the public in these next coming weeks. Tell your friend to watch us. If you if you follow New York City Transit Subway that Twitter, the MTA Twitter, then you should follow us to get the truth. Because the MTA is not gonna give you the truth. The MTA spin doctors, the they spokesman um Sham Turek and, and, and Maxwell Young, they not gonna give you the truth. They there to protect the MTA. They not here to to tell you what's really going on. Because what's really going on is affecting My family members who ride the subway, affecting your family members who ride the subway and ride these buses and things like that. The MTA spin doctors are only there to protect the best interests of the MTA. They would never say anything bad about the MTA, no matter how wrong the MTA is. But if you guys want the truth, follow Progressive Act. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. This is where you get the real information. And like I said, if you want to support um, progressive action, you see the hat I got on. You can get merchandise at perfidel.com. P E R F E E. I mean, P E R F E D E L.com. Um, it's a whole bunch of merchandise up there t shirts, hats. We're adding more things every week. Get down with the cause, man. Thanks for tuning in. I'll catch y'all later. Peace. <clears throat>